Hello, fellow Xbox adventurers. Welcome to this week's episode of Xbox Quest, the number one podcast Billy Butcher would murder a soup to, and a home for all news, reviews, and segments on the world of Xbox. On this week's show, we discuss Xbox Game Showcase. That's the biggest thing ever. Why would we talk about anything else? Xbox Series X games, all the good stuff. That's coming up today. Today, I'm joined as always by Frenchie himself, Jake Burton. I've seen you eat ice cream. Oh my God. Chunky monkey, I believe. Where's this going? Well, you know, you take a spoonful of chunk of fudge, perhaps. But then I see you with the surface is uneven. So what do you do? You take another scoop. You're trying to even it out, which tragically creates a corresponding divot. Ultimately, there is only but one choice for you, no? Consume the entire pint. No, you don't want to. You don't want to. And I tell you why, man, because you cannot bear. I'm Frenchie? Yeah. Well, a little peek behind the curtain. I have to find sound clips to put in after I say these references. And I was going to put in Homelander, but it would only be things about him, like, being a piece of shit. <laughs> so I'm like, at least Frenchie's likable. We are the what? boys. Oh, I haven't watched the boys. Oh, it's the boys reference. My bad. Okay. No, it's my bad, because I've been meaning to watch it for, like, two years. That's my fault. Yeah. First time I haven't understood what reference we were making. But yeah, I'm okay French, with it. He's a character in the boys, so you are. he's a good guy. Okay. Yeah, if you don't know the boys, all of that was very confusing. Is that a good comparison? Yeah, I was like, who's murdering what? Frenchie? Like, am I, is this, are we making a Grease reference? What mixed metaphors am I not tuned into right now? No, no, Billy Butcher is Carl Urban's character. Ah. And then Frenchie is one of the boys, a.k.a. Billy Butcher's team. Got it. That's me. Yeah, he's a good guy. (laughs) Anyway, Jake, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Having a good time. It's Thursday. Yes. Recording recorded on late. A Thursday. Yeah, recorded late because I mean, why would we record on Tuesday and then be late on reactions to the to the showcase? Yeah, this seemed like the better idea. Now the difference is Monday is usually my like Friday of my work week, and today is my Monday. So I'm gonna try not to have a case of the Mondays. I don't think I will. I don't think I, I will allow you. No, I'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be good. Uh shout out as always to White Lane for the amazing intro music. All right, so we do have one bit of news. I'll go ahead and let you get into it, Jake. This one is a, hey, give this dude some love. But uh, Jake, go ahead and tell us what's going on here. Yeah, it's, it's not so much news, it's newsworthy, but um, me and Adam are both wrestling fans, we're both video game fans. And there's a wonderful crossover there with, if you're not familiar, a wrestler named Xavier Woods or by his Twitch and YouTube handle, uh, Austin Creed. Um, and he has a YouTube channel called Up, Up, Down, Down, and he gets all the wrestlers and they play video games and stuff. Well, he has had a long-running series where him and another wrestler named Tyler Breeze playing SmackDown versus Raw 2006 and doing, like, the GM series. And they've been doing this for, like, a year and a half. And on this recent season, um, they, uh, instead of just using the characters on the game, he literally took the time to make an entire roster's worth of characters and played through a whole year of the GM mode to get the popularities right and everything. And during a live stream this morning, the entire save file crashed. So he, uh, in the middle of the live stream, and they lost all of their uh, stuff they'd worked on for the last who knows how long. So... He's, uh, they've already, you know, tweeted about news and what they're going to do and follow up, but he's definitely not having a great day is who would be in that circumstance where work you put in a lot of time to just kind of went by the wayside. So if anyone feels like it, 
hit him up at Austin Creed and just tell him he's doing a great job. If you're a fan of his work, just, you know, sometimes it helps to say it out loud. It's easy to be a quiet fan and watch the thing and, you know, hit a like button. But sometimes people need to be reminded how cool they are and that they put out great content and that they uh, do good work. So if anybody is a fan of him and hadn't seen that news yet, just to, you know, maybe give him a a, a thumbs up and, uh, and a, a message that comes from a good place. I'm sure it'll be helpful. Not that there's not other things going on in the world, but, you know. Even even small losses like that really suck. Yeah, no, he's uh, as at, at Xavier Woods PhD is the Twitter handle. If you go on that platform, forgot about the PhD. Thank you. Um, but yeah, no, he's a great dude, and uh, again, I like him for everything that he does. So yeah, just some positivity in this in this world. We had a lot of good news today with the Xbox stuff. So yeah, shout out to him. I like him a lot. So yeah, give him love if you feel like it. So. Yeah, but that's that. That's again, not really news, just a little bit of a call to arms. For our fans, if you're if you listen to his stuff, just give them a, a, a good message. Yeah, for sure. All right, so we will go ahead and move on to our main quest. Here, Mr. Bilbo, where are you off to? I can't stop. I'm already late. Late for what? I'm going on an adventure. And we will talk about Xbox Game Showcase because that is the biggest thing in the world. I want to give a shout out to uh, Kind of NYC for Mike and Jake and Kyle for having me on. Uh, we did a live reacts to it. It was a good old time. Just want to give those guys another shout out. They gave me a shout out when I came on there. And uh, yeah, so I watched this live and uh, was drunk. That was a good old time. Um, you have watched it. You said, I believe, some of it at work when it was going on and then the rest when you got home. Uh, so I watched, yeah, the first half. It was after the fact. It was uh, I didn't get a chance to live stream it as I take a late lunch. But yeah, so I watched the first half on the phone in my car. And then I got a second half at home on a real TV. And then I went back and watched some of the clips on a real TV just to take a look. So, but yes. Which is a really good way to do it because the live stream was a little weird. We were watching it on... Um, Keeley's Game Awards channel, and there was like random hitches once in a while, which is kind of annoying. But watching those videos afterwards where they're 4K, 60, like what the games actually look like, it's weird that everyone watches gaming news through showcases, and every time everyone's like, yo, watch the YouTube video that they put up two seconds afterward, because it's actually better quality. So, if there's any games you're super interested in people, I would say go on YouTube and look for the the high quality um, not live-streamed file version of it, because it just it looks way better. So, I mean, if you want to just... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I watched the uh, one straight from Xbox's YouTube channel, and it's, yeah, 4K, 60 FPS the whole way through. So, I mean, it's yeah. it's nice. It's a good time. So, I guess we can do this. We don't have to take a super, super long time on it, but we can just run down what happened in order and just be like, yay, nay, how do you feel? There was, I believe it was 22 games shown or something like that. They're all coming to Game Pass. Um, everything on here is either free to play or coming on Game Pass. So the entire conference is like the initial thing I'll say here, and I said it on uh, the live stream is like this this conference I think was like or I think was solid, right? I think that it's for me as an Xbox dude, I'm like good. I like this. I like everything they show. If a lot of those guys are PlayStation dudes, they're all like I'm very interested in getting both now, and that's what I think that I'm glad that they were able to do. Not necessarily like forget PS5 if you're a PlayStation dude, but be like, hey, I also want to get this one as well. Um, and I think it really just showed more than anything that Game Pass is. It, they continue to show like that's the best thing ever. Like to have that service and to get all of these games uh, day one uh, is legit. So just at the top, I thought it was solid. I gave it like an eight out of ten. 
um, if I rank things randomly. Uh, yeah, I don't. The beginning and the end, I think, would be like the system sellers, you know, being Halo and Fable. Um, they didn't like blow my socks off, but as an Xbox dude, I was like, oh yeah, I liked watching that. That was cool. And I think just the depth of it was more impressive than like a big heavy hitter. So, what are your top level thoughts before we actually get deep into that? Uh, yeah, I just counted twenty one titles <clears throat> shown. Uh, every single one of them. Well, no, not every single one of them. Almost all of them entirely exclusive. I don't know about Tetris Effect Connected. I doubt it would be because that's on all consoles. And then same goes for we already know Outer Worlds is multi-platform, so the DLC will assumedly be the same. <clears throat> but um, yeah, I I thought it was a pretty good show. I don't think I was blown away by any of it. Uh, there, well, not true. There's one particular part right around just before the middle that made me very very excited. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but uh, one particular studio that you guys know that I've talked about way too much on the show already. And yes, that'll come around when we do the rundown here. But the show as a whole, it was a lot of like, oh, that game looks cool. I'd probably play that. And because I have Game Pass, I will. So like that's, I already have the thing. Um, I mean, it. the only thing that I can see, and maybe we do this as more of a wrap up, but... Uh, it is, and you know, I'm still leaning a specific direction in the console war because of what I know is coming. I loved the Fable series, <clears throat> but I didn't love three, and I didn't love, I didn't, I didn't even play the whatever what came out after that. It was like the VR one, right? Well, uh, yeah, there was a, there was a Connect Fable game, at some a point. Connect one, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then now this is an entirely different studio, so who knows what that game even is? Because it's not Lionhead, so is, is it? Uh, yeah, that's so. We know so little about that. Just it existing, I'm not sure is enough for me to be in. And again, we can cover more later. Kind of um, bury, not burying the lead, but you know, stepping on the toes of later. But and then Halo looks like Halo. We'll cover more in depth stuff. But yeah, so I'm uh, seven. Sorry, that still sounds negative. I enjoyed everything they showed. Um, and there's a lot of games that I had never heard of that make me want to play them even though they may not be my style, but it was just shown well or, uh, you know, stuff that, that looked cool, that piqued my interest. And that's what you need. You do a yeah. game showcase and you go, this is all in the hands of the games. Show me cool games. And they did that. And that's the thing. Times. If you have Game Pass, like anything, it's like, I'm kind of interested. It's like, yeah, get Game Pass and just try it out, dude. Like, it yeah. doesn't matter. Do like, you they... do you want to waste money potentially on a game you've never heard uh, the way? Tell me why. Who knows? But you're going to get Halo anyway. So like, just get Game Pass, and you got both. For yeah, at least try it out, and maybe you'll love it, and maybe playing, yeah. you'll buy it three times, like I did with For the King. Like that's literally what happened: Game Pass, mm-hmm. and then bought it three times. Yeah, so, I'm yeah. gonna do that with some of the games on this list, just because I want to support the studios that I love, and yeah. I want to give them some money directly, even though I could play them on Game Pass. Um, just like I bought, I had Game Pass when Outer Worlds came out, and it was you can play this on Xbox. I said, no thanks, I'm gonna buy it. Give them their money. So I bought it on PlayStation because I want I wanted the money to go to them directly. So that may happen a couple times with games that come out. But, you know, if you've got Game Pass, why why not use it? Yeah, I'm with you. All right, so we'll go ahead and get started. Halo Infinite, beginning thing. I thought it was going to be the end. They put it at the very start. Uh, I believe it's about nine minutes of gameplay. Uh, all gameplay in-engine stuff. Halo seems to be uh, in an open-world kind of setting now. Um, 4K, 60 frames, you know, all that good stuff. It looks strong. You know, technically, uh, I don't know. Some people have been saying it looks bad. I, I didn't get that at all, especially watching the 4K video. I thought it looked, thought it looked great. Um, so yeah, I, what's your initial thing for me? I, I mean, I like Halo. 
Um, they're doing enough things different. I think the movement specifically, uh, just having a grappling hook, being able to shamble up stuff, like I'm saying, it, it's apex-ish kind of a movement system and not like the old stilted, you know, you can't even sprint or jump on anything, you know, old, old school halos. I think the movement looks cool. Uh, I think the story, centering it on Chief, is awesome. Guns look good. You know, uh, I would like to see the game when it's fully finished. Because, um, you know, I just I just want to, I would like to get hands on with that game to see what it actually is like. But what they've shown me so far is like, that's cool. And again, like I'll say with all these games, it's on Game Pass, I'm going to play it anyway. So I, for this one, I'd give it a thumbs up. Some people were back and forth on this one. Some people really liked it. Some people thought it wasn't all that impressive. I think it's interesting for the series. And again, I'm going to play all these games anyway. So uh, how are you feeling? I'm, I have mixed emotions. I very fondly remember the days of, you know, of playing Halo 3 and, and uh, you know, having LAN parties at friends' houses and just that what dominated most of my time. So I've very much been a fan of Halo for a long time. And uh, it looks like more of that in some ways, which is, which is good. Which is like, hey man, we, we don't need to reinvent the wheel here. Like, you guys like what we're making, so here's more. Here's more of it. But with enough changes that hopefully it's not just, you know, uh, them trotting out the same material. So, like, the open world thing is fascinating to me. Like, those games have been entirely based around just, like, here's a level design. And I'm going to miss, like, the pelican dropping you off on beaches vibe <laughs> that you get in the older games. But, um... But if they can put the same kind of level design that are in the other games, but into an open world environment where it's just all one big seamless world where, you know, the same way you're walking through one level to get to the next one instead of it, you know, cutting you off or for any reason or like, oh, some stuff falls behind you and now you can't go back to the last level and a cutscene means you're trapped here. Maybe it's just like that stuff is all seamless and your your level two goes directly into level three and it is what it is. Um, but uh, so th- so that's interesting. I need to see a, a lot more of that. You know what's going to happen and how their level design works, or if the open world works better. I, I'm I'm baffled. I have no idea. Um, I did see what people were talking about. I, I think with the um, what people were talking about with the the looks. I, I think the art style is the same as it's always been. And whenever it was you know focused on the ground and you know fighting the different creatures, I thought it looked great. It looked like just shiny halo with you know a fresh coat of paint on it which is not a bad thing don't get me wrong i I like that part it was only when they would look up at like the almost like the horizon that i thought it looked weird it was like the sky next to like whatever the big barriers of the level were like there was some large buildings like a mountain or something on one side and those two things next to each other i thought looked strange but the game's also not out yet so like i'm not gonna judge it for anything like that i just remember when i was watching it i was going why does that look does that look weird? And then I saw the reactions on on Twitter and, and or whatever, wherever it was, and I didn't um, look too close into them because that can be a whole different thing. But um, I was okay. So it's not just me that people are seeing something weird there. I don't think it's enough for me to you know, shit talk it, but it was enough for me to notice it. I'm like that's okay. That's interesting. Maybe that's maybe it's my brain being weird. I'm sitting in a hot truck eating a cheeseburger. So maybe maybe <laughs> something maybe something's maybe something's me with me's not right, but. Um, but yeah, it uh, it man, it looks like Halo. Yep, if it's Halo, but new interesting things as well, I'm down for that. And again, movement uh, enough for me is pretty good. Narrative question though, mm-hmm. you played five, right? Yes. So five ends with a giant mm-hmm. cliffhanger. Yeah. They sold they sold you the whole whole game of it being Master Chief versus Luke Cage. 
can't remember yes. his character's name. But and that's the whole game. You're going back and forth, and you're doing the missions with against each other, and it's eventually you facing off against that other person's coming, and then the game catastrophically ends at the point where they match up with each other, and then like it's where they roll credits, right? They dream that. Um, no, there's a stuff with oh, something, something interrupts them. Yeah. And then they, yeah. oh, we so have to work together. So this is interesting. Cause I think at the beginning of the video, it says like 167 days after whatever they call the event. So it, spoilers for Halo five, whatever the story mode is, it's okay. At best, like at best, um, you know, Locke is chasing uh chief chief's got his old team. Uh, they're trying to hunt down Cortana. Um, they eventually, you know, become buddies or whatever. Uh, so Cortana does something where she sets all the AI free and the AI take over and are freed. And I, I believe that's the event they're they're talking about. So like every ship in the UNSC has an AI or whatever, and they all go rogue or killed or whatever by her. So she takes over. She wins technically at the end of that game. Um, I think that they're going to get away from that as much as they can. Like clearly it's part of the lore, but I don't think that this is going to have much to do with that at all. Um, we hear her voice early on, but it's probably Dr. Halsey, which is the character that this is salute stupid Halo War. Cortana is based off it. of Cortana is an AI based off of Halsey's brain. Dr. Halsey's the one who created the Spartans. She's the one who created uh, John and all of them. Uh, so that could be her, not actually Cortana. Well, they, they showed a human lady who looked incredibly similar to Cortana. Yes. yes she and looks, I was like, oh, okay, that must yeah. be. Cortana was based off of her. Cortana's supposed to be dead, or she goes rampant because she's too old. Whatever. It's a bunch of lore stuff. Uh, so I guess the ending of that game is, of course, it's canon, but I don't know how much we're going to focus on that, and they should probably get away from it because Halo 5's campaign was the worst campaign in the series. So that's that's the question I was at. I thought 4 was worse. Didn't even want to finish it. I at least wanted to finish 5, but it was also because I wanted to see like where this led up to with these two characters and like the battling, whatever. They're, they're two Spartans. And then, uh, and that just never kind of happened. And then it feels like, yeah, they're sprinting away from it. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. It feels feels like the way the new Star Wars trilogy felt, where they're just like, we don't know what fucking story we're telling, so we're just gonna do stuff and tell you to like it because it's the sixth one, and you're not gonna question it. It's the seventh Halo game. Sorry, the eighth Halo game. I forgot about reaching out EST. Here, here, take take more of this. Leave us alone. Take your scraps. Yeah. And see, see you on the next gen, losers. That's what it feels like a little bit. <laughs> now, I don't know. This is a, a weird comparison, but how God of War, when they relaunched, it's like, that Greek stuff happened, but we're not talking about it, except for it kind of comes up a little bit here and there. But like, oh, we're it's, not it's really... Incredibly it's, it's integral to the story. It's there, but it's not the main thing in the story for most of the story. Right? No, well, the whole thing is about him moving on. Yes. And, and trying to be a different person. And they reckon with that from minute one until minute however the end yeah so it's not like they're just like nah it's a different guy don't don't worry no, no, about no. all that stuff that happened that we're not yeah. gonna even mention this sword so it's like nope we're gonna talk about him a lot like there's gonna be a lot of stuff we talk about and yeah no it's like i said that stuff will yeah. be there i don't think it'll be the focus i think they're trying to do we're gonna do a chief story you know we're gonna it's gonna be there but we want to kind of just go off and do this thing instead also pretty sure the bad guy the big brute awesome to have brutes back uh, i'm pretty sure it's travis william Sounded like it. I don't know if it's announced anywhere, but just saying. That'll be cool. I'm going to find out right now. The fact that they brought in canon from Halo Wars 2 is awesome. So I'm down for that. See, I never played either of the Halo Wars games, Mm -hmm. but I heard that was where the banished 
come from. So it's, just it makes know sense. that the main bad guy's name is Atriox, and that is the best bad guy name ever. <laughs> That's a, definitely a League of Legends character. So yeah. it's dope. So it's yeah, a- Atrox, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm excited to see. I'm sure we'll get more gameplay as the time goes along. I think it's a positive look at first. There's still some questions. I'm with you. I think there's more that they can show and more we can find out. But at least I'm not like this looks absolute trash. I'm like, no, this looks interesting. Let's no. see if this can get better. So, no, yeah. not not trash at all. Absolutely not trash. Yep. Good time. All right. So next up we have this was my biggest surprise. Whenever the trailer started, I had no idea what this game was until honestly the deer moment. I had no idea what this trailer was. Um State of Decay 3 announced with CGI trailer. Uh, again, the game's not going to be this exactly. My hopes for, because I fucking love State of Decay. I know, I believe you don't like it as much. Um, I love State of Decay. I love the idea. I love the concept. All I needed was more time and more money to polish it. And I think the tone that this trailer is setting, and I'm hoping that they just get more time and money, I'm hyped for it, dude. Like This is a game that I was not expecting to see this already, because the 2 came out two years ago. And they're still putting stuff into that game. Yeah. So I was not expecting to see this, but... The snow, the lady like out here surviving on her own, uh, wolves, and then zombie deer. Like, ah, dude, it got me. I was this was my jump out of my chair kind of a moment. Um, again, I hope that they put the tone and the the feeling we're getting in this trailer. I hope that they give them time and money to make that the actual game. Because as much as I love those games, I understand that they are janky like mid tier games. I love that kind of stuff, so it's fine with me. But I know not everyone likes that, so I'm just hoping like give these guys time, give these guys money. Let's make three like a big thing or a bigger thing that, you know, people are really into. Yeah, I didn't know what it was until until the title card because it didn't feel like State of Decay. I didn't, you know, you, you figured you'd see like, well, it's an Xbox exclusive zombie game. What else could it be? But or, even when I saw the, the deer, I was like, hmm, this looks spooky. And then I was like, oh, this is OK. This is State of Decay 3. All right. Good for them. But um, yeah, I mean, it. it it's definitely putting off a very different vibe than those games actually have. So I don't know if that means that it's a, a shift in the series or if it's just going to be, you know, trying to lure you in the, the, the angler fish saying, Oh, look how pretty this CGI is. Isn't that great? It's a cutscene. Do you want more of this? And they're like, ha ha. Nope. Same, same stuff. The death house next of next gen games. Maybe. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it definitely, it looked CGI trailer looked great. That deer looked really like horrifying, and the noise it made. I was like, "Oh, that's I'm not, I don't like that at all." Uh, and that's that means it's doing a good job. <laughs> I, I do not, I do not do horror. And I was like, "Oh, that's that's spooking me out a little bit." But uh, yeah, I, it looks great. If they can make State of Decay look like that, ooh, you got yeah. something there. That's for me. Like I love the ideas and the in the the foundation of State of Decay. It just needed more time and money to make it a triple A thing. You take it from a mid tier, make it a triple A, give it a little bit of a more messed up, like spooky tone. I know it's a Vami game, but you know, give it make it even more scary. I'm all in for it, dude. I so think I'm those hoping. games I think games like that can only go so far. Maybe that's gonna be one of the signs of next gen, is that it the, the just the the floor got raised. But like, you know, when you create a world where um where every uh Every time your character leaves the base, it can die forever. Uh, and you you can't really commit to like, well, let's just focus on making Aloy look incredible because she's going to be, you know, the person in this game for the entirety of it. And she's going to be great and we can very much control everything around her and blah, blah, blah. When you put yourself in the game like that, like there's only so much you can do 
without just exhausting yourself. Because you have to, like, how if you had to ballpark it, say to get two, how many playable characters are there? I have no idea. I don't know if there's a random algorithm that just creates just random, random ones. It's a million, right? Like, yeah. So, I mean, I just would always do the biggest base, which I think is like twelve or sixteen possible. I always did like it's like close to low teens for the amount of people I had in my base. Yeah, playable at one time because then if yeah. three of them die, you can recruit three more that are totally different. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. So I mean, there's. I always feel like there's a little bit of a ceiling on the games like that. I, mean, I shouldn't have said the floor got raised. I mean, the ceiling's getting raised, so you can go a little higher and do some cooler stuff with the amount of RNG you have to deal with in a game like that. But, or maybe there, maybe that's where they're shifting gears a little bit. I don't know. I don't, I don't think they should. I've always argued, don't change a game for the people that don't like it. Cause they're probably not going to play it anyway. And then you're going to scare off who like your game. Like, so don't, if they're trying to like, Oh, we're going to make it into this like narrative thing. That's really, don't do that. Make a new game, make a new IP, the same people, but like make, make it, if you're going to give it the same name and same time, Make that game, but better for the people who like your series. No, that's what I'm guessing. I'm guessing don't, that. Don't try to lure in me. I don't. I'm not here for you. Adam yeah. is here for you. Make a game Adam's yeah. gonna like, and if it's if it's really good, people like Adam really love it. Then they'll get me to play it. Yeah, that's what so I think. Like, do, that's the fact that it's State of K three is that we are making State of Decay. Here's the tone we're gonna go time. for, and I just, I'm just hoping to get time and money because if they pause those games out, they would be awesome. All right, so next is, I love how they did this, by the way, Forza Motorsport. Not a number, just Forza Motorsport. Um, it is the next game in the Forza series. Uh, it's supposed to run at 4K, 60 with ray tracing. By the way, that's why it looks so pretty, because uh, ray tracing is awesome. Uh, captured entirely in engine, and it looks absolutely fantastic. Uh, again, racing game, everyone wants to show one off. We knew there would be a Forza, but man, that game looks pretty. Again, it's it's easy with racing games, but... Oh boy! I again, I don't really care about racing games a ton. I like the Forza Horizon series because it's more arcadey. But again, it's on Game Pass and it looks pretty. So if I want to show off and be like, "Hey, look at the pretty car," I'm in. So yeah, yeah. This is this is tech demo the racing game. Like that's what every Forza feels like to me. It's like, hey man, look at the cool stuff our console can do, and uh, look how beautiful this is. And thanks a lot. See you next Tuesday. Uh, but it's yeah, it's a racing game. I hope racing fans like it. I know there's fans of the more the Forza series. My Xbox One that I have is the the blue Forza Model One. Oh yeah, it makes nice. it makes a car starting up noise every time I turn it on. It's just because that was the it was just because that was the, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was just the one that the store that I frequent uh, had at the time. I didn't realize it was Forza until I got it home. I was like, wait, what's the symbol mean? I was like, ah. <laughs> the car that goes uh, 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 Xbox go broom broom. I like it. Whenever I turn it on, yeah, but uh, yeah, happy for Forza fans that it looks beautiful and looks like a thing that they'll hopefully like. It's also good that, again, not a huge racing dude, these games always review extremely well. That's a very liked series by racing fans, so I guess oh, like, yeah. good for them. It looks real pretty. I'll play it for how pretty it is. Alright, next, this one might have been one of the bigger ones that was shown off, but Rare showed a new trailer for Everwild um, where you just, it's a big, long Two minute, half minute trailer where you you're messing with crazy animals and you're building bonds with nature. Specifically, what this review uh, write up says. Uh, yeah, I, it's a crate. People have been telling me they've got like Forza or uh, not Forza, Jesus Christ, Horizon um, kind of feelings from it, where it's like you're in this big crazy world and go out and explore it. Uh, I like Rare, so I'll give it a chance. I'm not as hyped on this one as some of the other people I've talked to. Uh, I definitely want to play it, but I'm not like 
doing front flips for it. Uh, but it does look interesting. I love the fish throwing up the baby fishes. That's a good time. And yeah, I mean, Everwild looks very pretty. That looks like a, like, hey, here's our big third person action, maybe co-op game that people are going to get excited about. And it's real pretty. Yeah, I need to see what like the gameplay is for this game because I don't think that came across very clearly. Maybe they put that out in other things before because from what I understand, this was the premiere of this game. It had been announced before. Um, so yeah, I just don't... Uh, it, it, it looks... I feel like I really will enjoy the world and I like all the weird animals and I, I do a lot of... You can do a lot of goodwill with me if you, you know, create weird creatures and let me inhabit a world with them, and I'll have a good time. Uh, so I am very interested in this. It's one that I definitely need more info on, because I don't even know what kind of game it is, like, and what you're doing in it, but it looks it looks nice. I like the art style. I like to see that people are going that art style route over just, you know, graphical power, which, uh, which is cool. And, um, yeah, I don't know what this game's going to be, but I get the feeling I might like it gonna try it for sure yep that's that's one i i they have me intrigued and it's rare so i give them a chance on anything uh very happy about that uh all right yeah, so if they, that, if they can make donkey kong country then i mean yeah let's go viva pinata 3 let's go <laughs> <laughs> all right next up we had from uh i don't i have no idea how to is it dot nod or don't nod it should be don't, don't nod don't, don't nod yeah but people say don't nod all the time and i don't know why why do they do that? They should I, not do that. Because there's no um, apostrophe or whatever that English it's apostrophe is the word. Yeah, yeah or there's no space between it either. But yeah, lots whatever. of uh, yeah, lots of game studios are spelled wrong, man. But that doesn't mean you pronounce them <laughs> stupid. That's true. Uh, <laughs> I think right. they even said don't nod. If they say don't the, nod, they yeah. said don't nod in the showcase, didn't they? I I think so. I feel like I heard that. Yeah. Maybe I just read it, and it seems so obvious that you should call nod. That Here's I just the- said it in my out, out loud. Brain. Yeah, here's the thing. When people make words up, you have to listen to the creator. So like GIF and JIF, no, the dude said it was, I forgot which one he said it was. When someone names a kid, I don't care how it's spelled, they say it's that, it's that. So it they say don't nod, it's don't nod. It's pronounced GIF, by the way. So What did the creator say? He said JIF. But oh, that guy's an idiot. No. He's an idiot and an asshole no. is what no. he is. Alright, so don't nod is showing it. Tell me why. JIF is a peanut butter. Mmm, yummy. Good lord. Tell me why. Uh the from there, the creators of Life is Strange, of course. The uh Telltale Isk uh kind of games. Uh it launches on October or October, August twenty-seventh, part one. Uh it is one of one of their games where it's always like we're doing relationships. Um we there's always something supernatural about it. It's gonna be in I believe three episodes. So how are you feeling? I'm just like eh. I, I need to finish Life is Strange. I never finished it. I need to go back. People like these games. I like the style of game, but I could never get through Life is Strange. I'm still on the first episode of season one. Uh, I don't know if this does anything for you, but it's a game that I should like, but I just never put the time into. Yeah, I've never never played Life is Strange. I never really had much of an interest in it. I think it was just one that I missed at, at the time when it came out. And then they're, you know, they've done sequels and, you know, I don't know. Just never immediately appealed to me, and I never had the uh, the rush to go back and and try to do it again or to try to catch it after the fact. So it was, yeah, I just never uh, I never caught it. But this looked pretty interesting. Uh, definitely looked like an interesting story they're trying to tell about this kid, you know, almost like defending himself against his own mom, going crazy and attacking him. Family and kind of the small town vibe, like reckoning with that because it's you know 
coming from a small town, not not as small as whatever the small town Alaska is. Definitely, like everybody knows your business and your mom's name. Yeah. So, like, I'd get the feeling that's going to be a large part of the story. And uh, yeah, if you like Life is Strange, it looks like more of that, or like Captain Spirit and that whole run mm-hmm. they've made. It seems like they're the next line in their telling of tales. Yeah, Maybe I'll out. I don't have an excuse now that it's new. There's no real barrier for entry. It's not like I need to go back to play the first one. Yeah, you don't need to know what else is in that world. Yeah, uh, yeah not a huge one for me. I'm willing to try it out. I'll wait for all the three episodes to be out just so I can do it all at once. I don't like doing the. I don't mind episodic, but I don't like waiting three months between. But uh, yeah, it's interesting. People also will, will like it. Yeah, coming out a month from now. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. It's like, oh, yeah. next month, play the first episode. Yeah, I was definitely getting Life is Strange vibes. Like, oh, cool, they're announcing the thing. I was like, entirely new characters, and this is looks, you know, better. And yep, it's out in a month. That's the benefit of episodic stuff. You don't, you know, you can spring it on people a little more. Yeah. So you're like, like hey, here it is in a month, and then wait however long until the next one. But yeah, here, here's part one. Have a good time. All right, Ori and the Will of the Wisp, Series X update. Uh, this is the game we were playing for Game Pass Weekly this week. The game is beautiful, and then they're like, hey, here's 120 frames. And I'm like, y'all, y'all doing too much. Yeah. <laughs> It looks so. It looks so much more fluid. I actually played this on PC because um, I know I, I believe originally it launched. Um, it kind of had some technical issues on the Xbox, so I'm sure whenever Series X comes out, you'll get 120 frames. Everything will be smoothed out. It's a real pretty game. Go, running at that frame rate is going to be cool. It's just like a little cool. Here's a smart delivery update kind of a thing. But I mean, that's a cool, that's a good improvement. Taking a platformer, a precise platformer, and upping the frames to 120 is a big deal. So I, I understand why they put it here, and I think that was a good idea. Yeah, it's a game where it matters. And uh, and yeah, this, if we joked about Forza being a tech demo game, this is literally the tech demo part. We're like, we're going to put this directly next to the game you've been playing this whole time and show you, like, when you really focus in on it, how much smoother this could even get than what you've been experiencing this whole time at 60 FPS, so like, here's what 120 is going to look like, and kind of a, a glimpse into the future of the console. I'm sure we're going to get more and more of that as we get deeper in. I don't know how many people are going to be starting at 120 frames per second, but start unlocking the console's power. It should be a good time. Yeah, I'm very excited for that. Uh, Alright, and we have the Outer Worlds uh, Peril on Gorgon DLC. Uh, this is a game that I like. Mean, we, we like Obsidian. Uh, I had a good time playing this game. I need to... So I haven't finished it yet, so what I'm probably going to do is well the dlc comes out september 9th so probably the week before that i'll fit because i'm pretty far in i just didn't finish oh, okay. it okay so i'll probably finish it september 9th comes around i will play uh, i'll play the the expansion um so yeah i mean i like outer worlds more outer worlds is good i was waiting for the dlc for this game because it was clearly set up for dlc um good for me i mean i like the game so like i'm not going to be mad about dlc for it that sounds like a good time uh let's just see real quick Game Pass subscribers can get the Outer Worlds expansion or the full expansion pass um, for a 10% discount. So this part is not, from how I'm reading that, it's not completely free. Base game's free. Download the base game and pay for the DLC. Like, this game is good. They're a good studio. Support good good studios. Yeah, this is uh, this is real cool. I'm always, I have a love-hate relationship with DLC. Because it's like, oh man, thank you, more of the thing I love. But it's also like, I beat Outer Worlds so fast and it's been so long. Like, am I really going to like jump back in? and go back and play like i probably will the answer is probably yes but anytime i've especially i feel like this it's been a year since outer worlds came out it was fall last year yeah yeah and it was last fall i think it was last october so it's been close to a year and i don't know it feels like maybe i won't go back to this i want to i, w- I like this world and their story they obsidian tells great stories 
and puts you in great world. So if they're just like, hey, here's more things to explore, a new world to go to, and more things to interact with, that's great. And I want that. But I don't know. I'd almost rather let it come out. And they said there's another one coming. They said this is the first of two, I think, they said in the showcase, right? Where there will be a second Outer Worlds DLC. Did I dream yeah. that? Yeah, this is, yeah, I believe there's another one coming out as well. Yeah. So I'd almost rather let this and the other one come out and then do a new playthrough. Makes sense. And then make a different character and then get to, like, you know, make the different choices, mm-hmm. you know, see how the game plays out, if you pick some factions over the other, and then, and then do it again. But mm-hmm. yeah, DLC is weird for me. But I'm very excited that it exists. People will play it and like it because everyone should play and like Outer Worlds because it's great. I like DLC when it's a game I like. <laughs> That's what I'll say. Yeah. Well, I love this game, and like I, I should, I should get it and play it again. It's just it's a, the weird time jump. It's like yeah. you said, but it's like I'm the same way with this about how you are with like the episodes for like the uh, for these episodic games. Like, I just want to have it all. I want to give me all of it at once, man. Like yeah, they'll make a complete edition whenever the last DLC comes out. So that'd be good. Yeah. Maybe jump back in. Right, so grounded. By the way, thanks for the having the. Uh, the gall to have a battle toad in your trailer. Like, let's go. I'm very hell yeah. <laughs> By the way, maybe we'll talk about this at the end of the show. But uh, Outer Worlds, Obsidian, Grounded, Obsidian. We're mm-hmm. going Grounded. We'll talk more in a second. But like, it's two games in a row right now. Uh, maybe another number. <laughs> talk about Grounded for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Grounded is coming out um, in five days from when we're recording this, July 28th. Uh, it is early access. It is you can download it right now if you have Game Pass. It is a co-op survival where your little kid. It's Honey I Shrunk the Kids, the survival game. So think of Conan the Barbarian or Ark or whatever, except for your kids uh, in a backyard. And it looks fun. It looks like a fun, silly time with friends. My friend plays literally all these games. He's played Conan. He's played Ark. He's played Rust. He did, this is his kind of game. And I'm normally not a, a huge fan of that, but I'm like, hey, make it whimsical. Make it Honey I Shrunk the Kids. I'll give it a, I mean, I definitely haven't downloaded it. I'll give it a try. I just <laughs> love that this game has children literally being murdered by spiders. That's a good time. And I yeah. think also a mode where you, if you have arachnophobia, it just makes the spiders not as scary. Or there's something where if you're scared of spiders, they have an option to make the spiders not hmm. so scary. So that's just a cool awesome. thing. Comes out in less than a week. I'm ready to, to jump in and try it out. Yeah, that's great. Uh, yeah, this is, I, I'm very intrigued again, because we talked about Obsidian doing, you know, very much RPG style games, and that's why we're such big fans of them. So them going into a different, like a really different field here is going to be interesting. They said they're still trying to put, you know, their obsidian narrative uh, touch into a survival game. So that'll be interesting to see how they do that, or if that's kind of the, like you know, the world is the storytelling, and that's why there's giant battletoad figurines, like you know, like littering the world. And uh, and this is a great trailer. Like the started with them saying this is going to be if you're looking for the biggest game of the year, keep waiting for Cyberpunk. But if you're looking for the smallest game of the year, then check out Grounded. And I was like, that's brilliant. And right. I love that Obsidian's giving shout outs. So like, there's no bad blood. They're like, we're also excited for a giant tabletop RPG that's coming out in fall, guys. I know we make those, but like, we're excited too. <laughs> we love that. <laughs> we we are very excited for that. Yeah. So I, that was a fun shout out and to see the Battletoads monsters. Yeah, I'm I'm interested. Um, I hope it. Yeah, I, I like the building aspect and the creating little forts and stuff. I wonder how big the world's going to be because if it's like Rust and it's like a giant open world and people interacting with each other, that could be interesting. It's probably different backyards if I had to get. Yeah, or will it just be like, you know, 
small scale, you and four people enter a world, and then you and your four people survive for however long you can until you die or whatever XYZ happens. Yeah, I mean, we'll know soon. It comes out in less than a week. So Yeah, don't have to ask that question much. Yeah, it'll. we'll probably talk about it next week, depending. Good times, um, yeah. It's interesting. I like that they get to do something weird. So, have a good Makes time. me wonder, because, you know, it's one thing to do DLC, but then you know they're definitely working on two things at once right now. And do they have, like, I don't know if Obsidian has, like, an A and B team. I mean, I guess they have to at this point, but... Mm-hmm. I believe, so... I believe that there were smaller teams that made both the games. So I know Grounded specifically is like not a very big team. It's just like a couple of the people. I yeah. believe that. If someone's a fact check me, that's fine. So my guess is that you have people, the big team, maybe finishing up the Outer Worlds DLC, getting that done. You have the small team making this and they'll support this. And then maybe then everyone transfers over to the next game that was showed, uh, Avowed, which is the big heavy hitter. It is. It looks like new Skyrim. Uh, pretty much. Obsidian's next RPG, first-person uh, epic in the world of Pillars of Eternity. So we're not getting Pillars of Eternity 3, but this is set in the same settings. Did um, it? Wait. Did it, it didn't say that in the trailer, did it? Uh, let's see. First-person epic set in Eora, the fantasy world that has been the setting for Pillars of Eternity games. Oh! I totally forgot that's the name of the world. Yep. Holy shit! Yeah. Sorry. I was already excited for this. And now... I don't know how to contain myself. <laughs> I mean, they have a cool fantasy setting, dude. They're just like, let's make stuff in it. Uh, this oh, game man. is not coming out next year or anytime soon. No I'm very way. excited for this game. Like, Give me an updated version of Skyrim from the Obsidian people who make the good RPGs Bethesda puts out. Like, Let's go. <laughs> that is fair. That is very fair. Yeah, uh, I can't wait we know we know very little literally all they showed was a very cool trailer the air god i gotta go back and look at the trailer now because maybe i recognize some of those landscapes and i'm gonna focus in on them but like yeah they're big oh, statues man. on the side of mountains maybe you will notice i haven't played enough of pillars to, to realize it but yeah no it's it's yeah. good um but yeah so we, we don't i don't think we know much except for that you know it's definitely classic fantasy setting especially within the pillars pillars world that is very classical fantasy, and uh, and we got yeah a little glimpse of that sword in one hand, other hand casting a spell vibe that Skyrim definitely put out for the first time that I remember. Skyrim come out after it came out after Bioshock, right? Mm, it was two thousand eleven. It was eleven, eleven, eleven. So I don't know when Bioshock came out. Bioshock also did the same thing around that time, where your like left hand can throw a gun and, and right the right hand yeah. can have a gun. Yeah, mm. so. I mean, maybe not Skyrim was the first, but, you know, it definitely gave off those vibes. As if to say, like, in just the trailer, I think we kind of know what that game is without needing to see much more than that. It's very narrative, and then you've got a comparison, a point of comparison to work off of in, in your brain. Uh, and, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. I mean, I'm going to have to wait, but, like, it's going to hurt me every day until then. Um, but it is it is what it is. And it's I good will... time, man. Yeah, like... If you think about it, Skyrim is almost 10 years ago, and there have been fantasy RPGs, of course, since then, but, like, first-person, giant open world, I'm sure I'm missing out on some ideas, but, like, a really big one that's really good. Kingdoms of Amalur? That was a first-person. Third-person. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Dragon Age, third-person. So third-person. Again, I'm sure there's one out there, but... Dragon's Dogma? Nope, third-person as well. Third-person, yeah. 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 I mean, Avowed looks awesome. Obsidian does good stuff. It'll be a good time. Whew! 
Let's go. I mean, you're so I'm happy that you didn't know it was Pillars Universe. <laughs> no, you guys got a live react of me reacting to that new catch that I didn't catch them watching the trailer. Um, man, I love Pillars of Eternity, and I am even more excited for this game, knowing that there's definitely going to be callbacks, or I guess the time period could be anywhere really. So it could be, you know, uh, you know, prequel signs of prequely things, and you know, seeing um. Some of the lore that you get in Pillars that you get to like read about it here in conversations, maybe this will be you playing or doing some of that, or maybe it is just full on that stuff has already happened and they'll reference your character and like you know the events that took place in the Dead Fire Archipelago. And uh, I don't know, I'm I'm excited though. I'm, I'm so are, there any, are there any more games on this showcase? Because like that was. That was the we did there it. Are, there are a good amount. We can actually start moving faster because there was a good. We amount. probably should. Also, again, what we were just talking about: Obsidian three in a row. Yeah, I think crushed their announcements and are probably going to put out very quality content. And they just put three trailers on the showcase. Yeah, out of the twenty-one shown, three of them are Obsidian, and they all look great. And here, here's more of the thing you love. Here's something very different from us, and here's something that you know we're very good at, combined with something else that you have bought from us before like they, I, they oh man almost like buying obsidian was a good idea uh <laughs> next we have this one i don't care about so i'm gonna go quick as dust falls it looks like a visual novel um i like the idea of it it's like this weird like robber hostage situation I, I i don't care i'll be honest with you i like that, that someone's making a cool new idea i hope people like it not for me yeah i thought the art was cool like the the images over what looked like background them i thought was really kind of stunning almost yeah. um oh yeah we'll see we'll see what it, the yeah narrative games can be fun knowing that now i see this on the little thing here that this is the former lead game designer at quantic dream maybe there's something there this someone hope it's not there. weird french stuff it's someone very big at quantic dream has now uh started their own studio and this is the first game from them from interior night uh oh, maybe there's something good you yeah, know i hope it does well it's just not yeah. for me but i do hope it does well Cool. Uh, on. Yeah, next we have Senua Saga. This is the only one I wish that they had showed gameplay of, but that kind of tells me that this game is probably farther off than I assumed it was. Pretty much, I loved how they did this, so they're like, it's set in Iceland. If you want to watch us go to Iceland and do scouting stuff, watch us on the YouTube channel, we're not going to waste your time. Just know that this game's big, and yeah. we really care about the setting. Have a good one. I didn't beat Senua's Sacrifice. I was entirely under the impression those games didn't take place on like Earth, or if it was Earth, it was like a weird fantasy Earth. Is that? I I, I believe it's all like. I mean, again, bringing up God of War, how God of War set in Norse, but it's not real world, but it's you know it's okay. based on real world. Thing. Yeah, I don't remember the exact setting for the first one, but I do believe that it's all based on like mythology. So like it's okay in mythology. I might be wrong. Someone let me know, but I'm pretty sure the first game said mythology. It's been a very long time since I played it. Yeah, I um, think I just missed that. So when they said, like, it's going to take place in Iceland, I'm like, what? why are we? That seems like a lateral move or a backwards move. <laughs> but yeah. Now, I'm sure that there's a deep history of weird mythology in that area. So I'm sure gotcha. it'll be cool. Meet up. Uh, the next one uh, from our buddies over at Double Fine, they bamboozled me, but I'm not super mad at them. They showed Jack Black, <laughs> and I was like, "All right, Brutal Legend two, like, let's go. I'll do a, I'll do a, a side flip because I've already done a back and a front flip, so I guess I'll do a side one." Uh, now, it just led into he's doing music uh, for Psychonauts two. We got a lot of gameplay from Psychonauts two. Tim Schafer's a madman. He's on drugs. Uh, I'm very excited because Psychonauts is a. I love how a cult game that wasn't a huge deal is just getting a ton of money and time to make what they want to make. 
So I'm excited for it. Jack Black doing a song. Awesome. Love that, man. So Psychonauts, I'm excited. It's awesome. It's on Game Pass, so I'm definitely getting that. Yeah, I uh, tried playing the first one, and I didn't care too much about it. But yeah, Jack Black is dope, and I'm glad. It seems like he's not just doing a song. He's a character. playing the character called the Moat of Light, which is the character singing that song. But maybe maybe it only shows up enough to sing a song to the main character. But that would be really cool if he just does random voice work as as the fucking... As the pixie from Legend of Zelda. From I'll say, what, if he's time. Your, what if he's your Navi and he's like, hey, listen, yeah. it's Jack Black. Hey, listen. Yeah. I'm cool. going to sing you a song. Yeah, he's I, doing that. I love Jesus. that man so much. I'd probably hate him by the end of it if that happened. <laughs> if it was just the same three voice lines over and over again. Yeah, we'd be in trouble. Yeah, Psychonauts looks good. I'm excited for that. This one was a big surprise. I don't give a damn about this game. I know there are a lot of people who are going to care. Destiny 2. They showed uh, the trailer for Beyond Light. Destiny 2 is coming to Game Pass in September with all of the expansions so far. And then when Beyond Light comes in November, it will also be on Game Pass at no extra cost. So you can play the entirety of everything uh, for Destiny 2 with Game Pass. And then there will be a Series X version. We'll get you know an enhanced version of the game. I'm not a Destiny dude. I'm not going to get into it now. But that is wild that that entire game and all the DLC so far... And in November, when the new stuff comes out, is going to be on Game Pass. Yeah, that's huge. This was the same the same conversation that people had around Destiny One and Taken King when that finally came out, and I was like, "Oh, it's got all the DLC. This is what finally really like opens it up and makes it this great game that it should have been the whole time." And now it's like, "Yep, here's your compiled version with everything on Game Pass, and seems like everything to come in the future." So yeah, good for you, Destiny fans. Hope you didn't put in a million hours on another console because you're it's all free here right now. Yeah, I don't, know sure. I don't know if there's cross save or anything, but that is I'm cool. I'm not sure. Yeah. But um, yeah, good good for them. Very cool announcement for people who are into that into Destiny. Very good. Uh next, this one is a, a shocker that came out of nowhere. I remember, okay, so next they showed Stalker 2, which I remember back in the day being a PC only game and not having a PC strong enough, but like that Stalker game looks real cool. That is an awesome thing as a kid who can't afford a PC that that is an interesting game that I'll never play. And then they're like, hey, Stalker 2. And I, again, I have no reference. I haven't played the first one. But to think that this PC-only game is now, I'm assuming that is a Series X game. Uh, it doesn't say on this uh, little thing right here, but I'm assuming so. That's crazy. It's just like, hey, Russia, Chernobyl, uh, scary game on consoles now? Have a good time. That's just like a random blast from the past, but it looks interesting. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, d- I didn't really know what to make of the trailer when I was watching it. And then it was just like, cool, here's a sequel to this Stalker game. <laughs> that will just be here. So I think that'll be one that will be interesting once it's out. But yeah, I mean, that's they've uh, been hanging out, waiting for, what is that? Stalker came out in the late 2000s? Oh, yeah. It, it's, I was a kid, so very long time ago. Yeah, so it's definitely been a while. And then, yeah, here it is. Here it is on uh, on console. So we'll, we'll see. I don't, I don't, from the trailer, I, it, it looks spooky. I don't have too much more of an opinion besides that. It's like yeah. a spooky game, and we'll see what happens once we get gameplay, but that's where it'll really show itself. But it, uh, yeah, big announcement. For sure. Uh, next game, Warhammer 40K, or just they say 40,000. I know it's 40K. Uh, Dark Tide. So when it comes to Warhammer, there's the 40K, and then there's the quote-unquote normal Warhammer that's fantasy. There's a fantasy Warhammer, and then there's like future spaceships. Weird Space fantasy. Marine, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this... What I loved the minute that they showed the developer. So Fat Shark, 
who made Vermintide and Vermintide 2, which is Left 4 Dead in Warhammer fantasy setting. They're like, yo, we're going to do Left 4 Dead in 40K. Uh, I like Vermintide a lot and Vermintide 2 a lot just because I'm like, hey, let me, again, let me play Left 4 Dead in a fantasy setting where it's, you know, Warhammer is extremely gruesome and ridiculous. I'm not a huge fan of 40K stuff, but again, it'll be on Game Pass and this studio has already made two good games like this. Now we just get guns and space monsters. So that is interesting. Yeah, very cool. That's uh, the only Warhammer game I've ever played, actually, was Warhammer 40k Space Marine. So it was just Gears of War. It was Gears of Warhammer. Um, But it, uh, I've, yeah, so I've I've never gotten around to playing Vermintide, but yeah, this looks cool. Um, I like a good, a good zombie horde game if it's done well. We'll talk about that a little later, maybe. Mm. When our, when our, what have we been playing this week? But, um, yeah, it's very cool, very interesting. Happy to see it on a four-player co-op on the uh, yeah. It's I assume same thing next console. Yeah, launches in twenty twenty one, so it's got to be. Yeah. You would figure. Good time. So the next game was a huge hit with uh, the guys I was streaming with. They, you know, being most PlayStation guys, they played this like year whenever it came out. Uh, Tetris Effect Connected. So it is Tetris Effect, of course, coming to Xbox. It is an enhanced version with new co-op and competitive multiplayer modes online and locally. Uh, They love Tetris Effect. I never got around to playing it. I just wasn't crazy interested in it. But the music is very good. And the the kind of aesthetic, the way that this Tetris game is different from Master Tetris games interests me. I'm I'm in. Like, I'm down to play it. Uh, Tetris Effect, everyone loves. Everyone raves about how good that game is. It's coming to Xbox. We can all play it now. Win-win. Yeah, now that this will be on Game Pass, I'm definitely going to play it. I never got around to it on PS4, same way. Definitely Tetris 99 a good bit when that came out on the Switch, because it was, you know, free-to-play Tetris is never a bad thing. Yeah. I will spend way too much time playing Tetris. Be the option. So, uh, yeah, I'm very cool with this. It's just yeah, it's it's great. The, the combination of the two things, like Tetris Effect, but here's multiplayer. Yeah. And and more consoles. Yep. And music, like I said, fantastic. I do like the music in the game a lot. Uh, <laughs> This one, so those SteamWorld creators, uh, so I guess like all the SteamWorld digs and all, all those games, they're making The Gunk, which is an, a wild name for a game. Uh, it's also a 3D action game, which I don't believe they've done 3D before. I might be wrong, someone let me know. This looks very interesting. This looks like a fun platformer, weird. I, there's gunk everywhere, and you got to suck up the gunk. I don't know. I like the SteamWorld games a lot. I like SteamWorld Dig 1 and 2 a ton, and this company makes good games they again i don't think they've made a 3d game i'm willing to try it out of course game pass whatever and they got a black girl with robot legs so let's go <laughs> yeah yeah cool character uh definitely gives me like super mario sunshine world of Goo vibes <laughs> like, yeah i think the gameplay there can be fun stuff there where you get like a little puzzle platformer some action thrown in if you're shooting the gunk back out at people but yeah it looks interesting i will uh Definitely going to monitor this one, I think. I like the art style. I like the... Uh, I hope they can do creative things with the gunk. You'd hope being the namesake that they do. But yeah. that's going to be what sets it apart, I think. They can give you cool environments to interact with and directly, like, you know, destroy or create different environments or whatever you're doing with, with this gunk. But with the gunk. Yeah. Good so this next one, uh, The Medium, from the team who made the Blair Witch game that came out last year... Uh, this one was a big uh, people. Are, there are certain people who are really, really into this game. It's too scary for me. I'm just letting you know now. I'm not going to play it. I'm not into spooky. But the they've talked about 
that the team that the game is running simultaneous worlds. So it's like they're running real world and they're running demon world at the same time. So like it has to be on the next gen consoles. Again, scary to me, but I like the ideas of this. It's like, hey, go to the upside down and go to the real world whenever you want and do puzzles and fuck with monsters. Uh, again, too scary for me. It looks like a cool one of those games if you're into scary stuff. Uh, it, it does look really. If I could, if I could stomach scary stuff, I would definitely play this game. I just, it is what it is. I'm, I'm a, I'm a big scary boy. Uh, I would be super into this if I wasn't so afraid. So I'm the exact same way. I do not dig horror in any. But if something is good enough or does something cool enough, I will suck it up and deal with it. Um, and even though I don't like it. <laughs> I will, I will do it because this looked fascinating. Yeah. Like, I don't know if the game plays like that where it's split screen and you're looking at the two things happening at once and it's like simultaneous interaction. If they're just like, if that's just their demo look and you switch back and forth, I don't know what the game is, but I have to find out. Yeah. I can't let myself not find out. I was the same with Dead Space. And Dead Space wasn't like a big mystery or anything, but I remember going like, hmm. That looks scary, but you're also right. like I played Dead Space like, too. I had to play it. Yeah, I'm right with you. It was like yeah, but like they, at that time, no game have ever done that that concept of like shooting off the limbs specifically and it actually having gameplay effects. So it was like I have I have to I have to figure it out. Like, and I'll I'll just you know I'll just be nervous and I'll play it during the day. <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's all I can do. So I will do this one the same exact way. Like it looks. It looks like they're going to be the first game that I've seen shown on either console, I think, is really taking advantage of the new technology, or at least trying to. Like, Ratchet & Clank kind of is, but it's really just like, they found a way to make load times part of the story, and it's like, oh, you're jumping from world to world so fast, isn't that crazy? And it's like, yeah, cool, the load times are smaller. Like, that really feels like that's all it is, and they just they made it seem like it's part of the story. And I guess, like, the warping through things can kind of, you know, you're loading the spot as you're walking through the portal is a little different, but mm. this really feels like it's it's doing a lot at once, and I want to see it do it, whether it fails or succeeds, and I'm very interested. Let me know, because I don't want to be jump-scared, but it, you're, I'm, you're, I'm with you. It's very interesting how they're doing that. Maybe, maybe we do this, because it comes out this holiday. Maybe this is, maybe we finally get the streaming off the game that we play so we can just be fucking terrified together. Oh, I can definitely do that for you, dude. <laughs> I'll hate it. I'll hate it and people see me be scared, but I'll live with it. <laughs> it's content, right? Too good. Yeah, we can try to figure that out. Alright, so the next two ones I don't give a damn about. Uh, Fantasy Star Online 2. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I haven't, like that game. I haven't messed with the Fantasy Star Online since like the 360 era, and even then it was like, a, yeah, it looks... It looks like it is what it is, and they're like, hey man, here if you like Fantasy Star Online, here's Fantasy Star Online. Here you go. And um, some of the art looks really cool, and some of it looks really strange. Like, whenever the character's doing things, I like the way it looks, and as soon as it showed his face, I like, re- like I was like, ah, God, Jesus! Like, <laughs> why does he look like that? I don't like that at all. But, uh, but yeah, it's it looks like it's cool. It's nice and colorful. It looks like you can beat up on big monsters, and, uh, you know, Press squares and triangles a lot. Excuse me, X's and Y's. There you go. Press, press X and Y a lot and have a good time. Shoot things. But It yeah. looks like a game I will never touch. Fair. <laughs> Fair. All right, on to the next to last one. Crossfire X. Again, uh, the most popular game in the world that no one in America has ever heard of. 
they showed the single player. And the only reason I'm sort of interested in this is that Remedy is making it. And I love Remedy. Again, I don't think that I'm going to be a fan of this game. I'm sure tons of people will. I know it's popular, whatever. Remedy making a single player shooty thing. Cool. Again, I like everything Remedy does. I don't know if it's going to be enough for me to care about this game, but that's cool news. Um, yeah, it looked like a shooter. Um, I, I didn't get anything super special from it. Um, what I will say is that the song in the trailer just made me never want to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember the song. It was, you know how like the uh, the uh, Age of Ultron trailer took the I've Got No Strings from Pinocchio and did the weird spooky version? It made it really cool, yeah. And every trailer has attempted to do something to that extent from here to eternity. Uh, it was that, but X gonna give it to you. By they did a slow ver- a scary version of X gonna give it to you. It was not. It was just so weird, awful, and I hated it. I didn't even I notice it. Oh my god, I gotta go back. <laughs> it was only because I had the captions on that I was going. Why do they keep saying "gonna give it to you"? Why? Oh. Does, what is? What is that? And then because they they weren't saying the X specifically, they knew better. And then right towards the end, it, they actually said it all the way out. Like real sing songy and weird. It wasn't like the falsetto crazy like Pinocchio one, but it was just like some lady singing X gonna give it to you. And I was like, this is tragic and not like this is not cool at all. Wow. And this took like a thing that's fun that the internet adopted from uh, an incredible rapper and artist and I'll be with him as a person later. But, uh, and just like could have done something really fun and like on a really action heavy shooter played the song X can give it to you and like had the right vibe. But instead they did this weird, this really weird version. And it was like so dumb. Wow. And I was like, I don't care about this game anymore. <laughs> I'm glad you noticed that because I had no idea. That is wild. Go I mean... back and listen to it. Just go back and watch that trailer and just, just, it's so it's so off putting and weird. That's weird. I, I want to go back and listen to the beginning of the trailer. I didn't catch until about halfway through, and it makes me want to know if she's sing songing like any more of it besides that one lyric. Just the whole thing. If she did like a verse in it, like I, I maybe it'd feel different. <laughs> I don't know. It wow. was so strange. That is and crazy. Yeah. To be wow. fair, I'm being facetious. I would never not play a game because song in the trailer. But it ain't helping. <laughs> yeah, that, that's off-putting. Oh, man. All right, and on to the, the main event, the big one more thing. Uh, Fable has been announced. Just Fable. Uh, reboot created by Playground Games, the people who made Force Horizon, like the rumor was forever. And uh, we got like a minute-long uh, CG, like uh, kind of just like, oh, here's the environment. Like, here's a here's a fairy flying around. Fairy gets eaten by a frog. So, you know, funny Fable stuff. I'm just happy the game's back. That game's nowhere near done. Uh It'll be a good time. I can't wait to see more as the years go out, but I'm happy Fable's back. Uh, it's kind of tragic with the last couple of games, the Kinect game and then the Fable Legends game that got canceled and shut down Lionhead for the last things that happened with this series. Uh, so it's, I'm glad. Bring it back. Give us a good, solid, you know, action RPG, run around, get devil horns, make your own decisions, plant a tree, grows up, have threesome. Have a good time, man. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for new Fable. <laughs> snuck that in there at the end but yeah i'm i'm i loved fable so much i've i can't even count how many times i beat fable one yeah on the original xbox not even including that i went back and played fable um 
was it anniversary I think? anniversary edition yeah when that came out and uh i just i love i love fable one so much two is cool and three is not great but um i love the world they created that was maybe the first time i'd played a game i can't i think i played fable before I played Knights of the old republic that gave you the option to like make the narrative choices yourself and be your own character and create your own world Definitely and that like that like changed who i am as a video game player like once i did that once i'm like give me all of that i want to do this for the rest of my life so like that's why i love pillars so much is because like this is your story like and it's not just like do good a do bad b it's like now games are just doing it a million times better and then there's gray area and there's a million different options and you know action a pisses off group b but makes group c love you and uh and Fable started that for me, at least. And if they can recapture some of that with a new studio, then I will be insanely happy. Now, a new studio making an old game, uh, who knows what this game even is? Like, I'm sure it's going to be an attempt to be Fable again, but I don't know. A racing studio making an action RPG is already like, okay, skeptical. Interesting. They wouldn't give you this title if they didn't think you'd do something with it. So, like... yeah. I don't think they're. It's a bad decision. I just don't know if what it is. Like, I don't know what's going to happen here, and mm-hmm. we'll we'll find out. But I'm definitely going to be excited about it until they give me a specific reason not to be. Yeah, that's my only my only thought so far is that it's a little strange that it's it's you know whole different studio that doesn't make this genre is making the new Fable game. Yeah, we'll see more as the years go out uh, go throughout. I'm sure, but eh, interesting. That was Xbox Game Showcase. Again, I think that was solid. I don't think anything would, you know, make people do, you know, cartwheels or whatever like that. But I think it it is. Hey, this Tell is a that reason. To Olivian. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think it's it's solid. It's like Game Pass is definitely where it's at. You know, I think it's you know we're an Xbox show. I'm going to get this anyways. But I think it's a good like, hey, enticing. Hey, all these stuff you just saw. If any of this fancies you, even some of the things, get an Xbox, get Game Pass. You'll have a good time. So I think the show overall is pretty good. Uh, any last words on uh, the showcase? Yeah, that and uh, and just kind of continuing what you were saying, that really needs to be their selling point for the next console and everything going forward forever. And just say it every two seconds is that you can play literally every single one of these with Game Pass for ten dollars a month. You have access to these twenty-one games that all look pretty good, like and a million other things that are already out. And a million other things that are already coming that they didn't need to show anything on because they've already shown it. Like that is that is worth getting a console for. Yeah. If this you can buy if you, selling a service and I if you can buy good. a console and spend ten dollars a month and have every game on the console, like especially when they're putting stuff out and they're investing so much their first like that's unbelievable. Like I'm still gonna get a PlayStation because there's exclusives that they've made that they've gotten their hooks in to me mm-hmm. and there's sequels coming and there's stuff that they've shown that looks really great. And I, I can't, I don't want to miss it Where the exclusives on the Xbox. Don't feel as, as much as I need to be there. The oblivion thing changes everything though. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, that game is, is now my, my, uh, top of my most wanted list until I, it's in my hands. Um, but it's, uh, it's you know maybe the high points will be better on on next gen for the PS5 because they've got you know stuff you know barrels loaded ready to go that's we know is going to be dope because it's been dope on this console and here it is again but 
it's this is this is shotgun blasting you with what games that look really good and that you could play all of them forever. Like every time we pick a game on Weekly Game Pass, it's like there's a million options to choose from. We go, okay, well, which one of these ten? Let's just pick something out of the hat. We'll get to it eventually. And every time we do that, there's more stuff coming out. So I mean, that it's just that for your entire console life. I don't see that ever being a bad thing. Yeah, sounds good. I just hope it entices. I just want it to be more even, and then I hope that honestly you push the service and people are like, I, even if I don't care if it's your secondary console, as long as they're everyone's playing games, like have a good time, dude. Hell yeah! All right. So next, we're just gonna go on and move what you've been playing. I'll just go ahead and get it kicked off. Uh, I didn't play a ton this week. I did get on Ubisoft had a, a bunch of sales on PC, so I had a good time with that. I got Splinter Cell Blacklist because I never played that game and I love Splinter Cell. And put that shit on Ultra. It looks real nice. Uh, and also, the same thing with Far Cry New Dawn. Uh, it was like $8 or whatever. Hadn't played that one specifically. It's been a while since I played a Far Cry period. Having a good time. It's Rage, uh, if Rage was better, uh, is, is the way that I, is the way I look at it. And uh, I'm having a good time. Yeah, playing those games on Ultra settings, running around, doing the thing. Having a good, it's a good uh, stopgap until you know something bigger comes out. But... Uh, yeah, just playing those two Ubisoft games and uh, having a good time for the past week or so. Uh, yeah, so I have... I've never, I've never played a Splinter Cell, by the way. Comment on that real quick. You should. Never, never, ever played a single Splinter Cell. They're good. Now's not the time, though. No, not now. Because they're clearly never investing into that series. So it would just make me fall in love with it only to be let down for eternity. Yeah, we don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just, I'll, just, I'll just not do it yet. Uh... But yeah, so I have been playing a couple things, um, and I'll talk more about one than the other probably, because one will be more of an ongoing thing, and it's one that I feel like the whole narrative is a real part of what it is, so we'll see. But uh, So I got back into Killing Floor 2, Epic Games just made it their free game for a bit. Yeah, I claimed it as well. Yep, so me and some buddies been playing some Killing Floor 2 and having a good time, had a lot of trouble. Getting it downloaded, there was a lot of issues with their launch on games at first, but it seems to be all cleared up for me at least. And we played for a couple hours last night, and that game is still a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun when I played it when it was Killing Floor 1 on PC, and it was a lot of fun when I played Killing Floor 2 on PlayStation 4, and now it's still a lot of fun on PC. And um, probably my favorite of the, like the Horde survival game mm. of any mode, even like, you know. Gears of War's horde mode and you know all the thrown in. It probably is my favorite, and it's it's really good. Um, we played a yeah, played a good bit of that. And I'm going to continue playing that. I might play it after we're done recording. Uh, after I eat this fried chicken that's waiting on me. But um, yeah, Maryland fried chicken. What up, locals? Southeast. That's where it's at. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, I'm also playing and have been playing for the better part of every day since Friday. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Um, that game is a whole lot of fun. Yeah. And it is... We've talked recently about the the Ubisoft problem and seeing the giant open world and not really wanting to go and do all the things. I want to do all the things. They got me. They I, Every time I see a question mark on the map, I'm like, well, that quest can wait. I'm going to go see what that is. And yeah. even if there's... I don't even see a question mark, but there's a little bit of fog that I haven't cleared up yet. I'm going to go over there. Like and I will do that until I have done that to the whole game because it is a lot of fun to play and killing things is fun and just difficult enough that it's not mindless and um and the narrative's pretty cool so far and there's a lot to do that's not even the main narrative I've put a decent 
I don't, I don't, I don't know how much exactly. I haven't looked at hours counts or anything, but I think I've maybe done two or three main quest missions. Yeah, that's what everyone's saying. They just like they wait for the main quest and just do everything in the game. And there's so many good side quests that are just around, and they all feed into the story. And uh, and some of the things that start off as main quests, like it's like um, I specifically remember San Andreas doing this all the time, where he would do a quest for one person and it would like introduce you to somebody else, and then you could run off on that person's side quest and do all sorts of stuff, and you didn't really have to go do like the Caesar car missions, but they were there. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how this game does it, where the main quest introduces you to a character and then you can pop off to their side quest and that just more and more open up as you do more and more. It's kind of like branching off and it's um, it's a lot of fun. There's cool upgrades and I get to wear cool samurai armor. And if you listen to our podcast, you know that I'm a huge nerd and I will wear samurai armor when you give me the... <laughs> uh, but it's, um, yeah, it's fun. And... Uh, this is an Xbox show, so I don't need to talk about it too much more. But um, yeah, it's a good time. Fuck the console wars. Play good games. Play good games. Yeah, and that one might come to PC for the way the PlayStation's been doing stuff. So I hope so. I'd love to play it on PC. I don't know if that's true, but just thinking. All right, so Game Pass Weekly. We're going on to our one of our best segments of the show. Uh, new releases. I think it. I haven't looked at the list. To be honest with you, I've I think got the list right here. Okay, because uh, I know one of the new releases is what we're going to play next week. Yes. So we've got on console, we have uh, Forager, uh, Yakuza Kiwami 2, uh, The Tourist, Nowhere Prophet, Mountain Blade Warband. Um, we talked about Grounded that's coming out later this week on the 28th. And then we have Carrion. And then on PC, we have all of those games except uh, Mountain Horse is not coming out. Mountain, Horse War- Mountain Blade Warband, we're getting golf with your friends on PC. But Yakuza Kiwami 2, Forager, Nowhere Profit, Tourist, Ground, and Carrion are all on console and PC. The gold drop That's game. New games coming, yep. Heck so yeah. a lot of those games, interesting. I've heard Forager is a thing. I've heard people have said mm-hmm. good things about that. It's one of the few that I've heard of on this list. Um, Yakuza Kiwami 2 is supposed to be good. I've never gotten too much into the Yakuza games. The opposite Can't of what I talked about, Ghost of Tsushima. I really liked Yakuza 0 the time I played with it. But it's just so much. I yeah. feel like it's so much, and it's never ending. And so much of it is random and um, and weird. You know, uh, you know, missions where you're like selling schoolgirls underwear. It's like I don't want to play this game anymore. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe at the time in Japan, it was cool. I don't think I want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Yakuza Zero came out like I played it like when it came out. So that wasn't even like oh, it's a thing of its time it's but it's oh, like, no, that's, ah. that's zero that's not kawami kawami's a remake zero is a new one yeah you're right yeah zero is new and i was like this i was like well cool i've never this is my time why not like zero is the perfect place to get in and uh i was like this is cool some of this is fun i don't need to do this for another however many hours yeah and i called it off and it seems like every time every person i've talked to is that a yakuza game is a yakuza game is a yakuza game so like if you like it and you want to do that for a hundred hours every time, keep doing it. If you don't, then play, do it once and never do it again. Yep. But uh, and then everything else is, you know, stuff to try. Mm-hmm. Try the tourist and nowhere profit. Yeah. All right. So our review from last week, which I believe we also neither one of us put a ton of time into it this week because we we're busy doing other things. But we're uh, <laughs> how many? Okay. So it's Ori in the Will of the Wisp. If we got an announcement. It's going to be under twenty frames on Xbox Series X. Good things. How much did you get into this game? For me, I really. I'll just go ahead and start real quick. I liked it a lot. I think it's beautiful. I think it controls well. And I think it's a, a real fun game to play. 
I did not like how the map system worked. I think that was wonky. Uh, kind of a, all right, whatever. This is a, a weird way to run around this world. Um, I also only played like three hours of it. So I wasn't able to finish this. This is a game that I definitely want to finish. I liked it. Uh, I wasn't going to be able to play it all this week because, you know, life was happening. I think it's solid. I'm actually probably just going to wait for Series X to finish it off whenever it's in 120 frames. So I think it's solid. I think it's beautiful is definitely the thing. Yeah, so I, I I didn't get as far in as I normally get into in these games because of Ghost of Tsushima. Sorry, Soccer Punch did this to you, not me. Um, but it was uh, what time I did play with it was good. Um, I had the misfortune of having a problem with my install on that, and it the game worked, but a lot of like the textures just weren't there. Like there would just be blobs of gray on my thing, and it was entirely it's just it's just my I played it on the PC beta and not on the console. It was entirely just something went wrong with my install, and the PC beta has been giving me so much trouble, and we can talk about that for a million years, that I it's so problematic. And it's in beta, so they have an excuse, but the it's it's doesn't work all that well as I would hope. So I'm going to go back to just playing things on the console after this experiment. And um, it... Uh, so the part that it was really doing well, where I was like, this game is amazing to look at, and I love it. Parts of it were just gray blobs. And it was like, well, this is ruined. It's my fault. Again, I'm not blaming the game at all, but it was it was part of why I didn't... I wasn't like, I gotta run home and go play more Ori. It was just like, ah, this is another thing. It's not working right. But um, yeah, the platforming felt great. Um, the actual like action of the game, and the, I didn't realize how much was going to be in it. Like the actual like actual combat. That's cool and it's combat roles and stuff and um i did not realize that going in so i was pleasantly surprised by that part and the actual game play of it playing the game is fun i didn't have that many problems with the map um i've been looking for a good a good um metroidvania for a bit one that you know really fills a need that I've, i did not grow up on the castlevania or metroid series so i always feel like i've missed out a bit so something that gives me that vibe um and it had a little bit of that, uh, and yeah, I, I enjoy the parts of it that I played. Um, and I don't know, it, I don't think it's going to stand out as this like super duper amazing game for me. Um, but it was fun the time I did spend with it. I don't, I can't say exactly how many hours in I got. I can't, I don't know. I, my brain doesn't work that way. Unless it does as a time counter, I'll never know. Unless it's like one hour, but um. It, uh, I got, well, let's see, as you earn the abilities, I guess. I got the arrow, I got the hammer, mm-hmm. I got the combat dodge roll. You got, a, you got a decent way into it. I got, did you get all those abilities? No, I didn't get all of those. Okay, so I got a bit farther than you. Yeah. I, can't, I feel like maybe I got one more thing. Oh, I got the thing where you can, um, I got, I got right after the part where you could jumping off the lantern. Okay. The little lanterns that are hanging around, yeah, you can I, jump yeah. to them and then catch and launch. I got to right after that, around the time I stopped, okay. um, which was conveniently, it was Thursday, because I started playing Ghost of Tsushima at midnight, and I didn't turn yeah. Ori back on since. I don't blame you. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, so I got that far, and yeah, it was, um, I think it does a lot of things well that my computer handicapped it a bit, and probably its strongest thing, and that it looks beautiful, and it plays super smooth, um, and I should have played it on console. Um, and maybe if I want to go back and do it, I'll go back and play I don't even think I was that far in. I could replay five hours or so, six yeah. hours, however far I got. But um, especially knowing where to go for all the specifics and not needing to like stumble into dead ends a lot. But yeah, that's 
I don't know. I don't feel um I feel like I, I would have liked it more if I played it on console, and it's my fault, so I can't judge the game by that standard, but that's mm-hmm. why I'm not, you know, super in love with it. Yeah, for me, um everything worked all well for me. I would say that this is a definitely play it for sure if you have Game Pass. Like this is yes. be, like absolutely play this game. Yes. I, I, I don't want to get more into it. I'm gonna honestly I'm gonna wait for Series X so I can get the uh, 120 frames, but I think it's solid. I just need to put more time into it. That was a me thing, but this is a game I definitely see myself going back to and trying to finish before Game of the Year stuff, so that'll be a good time. All right, so that was our uh, review of Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which is available on Game Pass. Feel free to give us suggestions for what games we pitch pick each week. Um, so we've already picked our game for this coming up week, but I do have Riku gave me a suggestion, and I want to ask you about it. Not It won't be this week because we already picked, but next week. Mm-hmm. He wants us to play near... Uh, Automata- Automatama. <laughs> Near Akunamazada. Near Automata. Yes. That's the one he suggested. It is on Game Pass. It's a little bit of a bigger game. Um, it, but, you know, I asked people for suggestions, and he gave me a suggestion. So, not this week, because we've already picked this week, but mm-hmm. how do you feel about that for next week? I have played some of Near Automata. Perfect. Um, I played it on PS4 uh, a little bit. I can't remember exactly the time. Um, I Yeah, we can do that one week if you want. I have yeah. opinions in the holster ready to go. I would probably do, it's nice if you I would, <laughs> I would do a refresher course probably. So I'd probably at least download it or, or something just to remind myself of some things. But uh, yeah, we could do that the week after this if you'd like. Maybe because that is a bigger game. Depending yeah. on how big this current game is, maybe it wouldn't be a bad thing to start tiptoeing into this one a little bit You yeah. know, while we play the other game, which could be smaller. Find out. So for everyone out there, near Tatama, two weeks from now. I'm going to need you to say it right. Near Atadamata. You're trying to say it wrong now. I'm trying to say it. That's <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, two weeks from now, we'll be near. Uh, next week, we're going to play, or for this week, currently, we're going to play Carrion, because it looks dope, and you get to play a monster in a side-scrolling game. It looks awesome. We've been excited for it. We're playing Carrion for the next week's show. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. It just came out on Game Pass this week, and uh, yeah, so new, it's and yeah, it looks like a lot of fun, and it looks like a nice, uh, a nice uh, reversal. You get to be the monster. Always a fun time. Absolutely. So yeah, we'll be playing Carrion this week for the next up show, and then we're playing near Autonoma for next week's show. So let us know how you feel about those uh, those games. Give us your opinions playing with us. All right. Thank you for joining us this week on Xbox Quest. Leave a five star review. Share us with a friend. Feel free to follow social media at Xbox Quest if you want to join in on the show. Suggest a topic. Tell us how you feel about Game Pass Weekly Game or ask us anything in general. Shoot us an email at xboxquestpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you, Jake, for joining me on our quest. We'll continue our journey with Xbox next week. Have a good one, y'all. And we out. How do you say it? Automata. Automata. Automator. <laughs>